The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hi guys, welcome to Your Safe Space, hosted by me, Adele Marie. We are back for season two, and I'm so excited to be sharing our new confessions and questions show with you. Today on the show, we've got one listener wrapped up in a parent's cheating scandal, and then we have another listener who is confused about her relationship. I also spill the tea on one of my most embarrassing sex stories. Welcome back to episode two of your safe space, guys. I'm your host, Adele, and this podcast, as the title says, is a safe space for you every week where we will come and catch up and hang out. We'll be discussing anything and everything, and we are changing the format of our second episode in season two. Now, I know that there was a little bit of change to the Sunday episode. I hope that you guys like that. I am obviously changing this episode as well because I'm coming to you on a Thursday. So happy Thursday instead of Fridays. And these episodes will drop every single Thursday for you where we are going to shake up the format a little bit. Okay. I really want this to be a place for you to be able to ask me for advice, get something off your chest, or maybe confess a secret that you have. Now, I have also changed up the way that I will be taking submissions for the show just because I wanted to make it easier for you guys and easier for me. And what I have done is created a Google form. I will put the link for that in the show notes. I've also got the link for that in the Facebook group as well. I would love for you to come and check it out. Join the group. Click the link. In this link, you'll be able to do two things. Either leave me a confession. It's totally anonymous, by the way. Of course, it goes without saying. No judgment from me ever. Or you can leave me a question where I can then give you some advice. And what I love about the new way for you to submit something for the show is that you can leave me all the tea, all the drama, all the context. The more context, the better. That way, I'll be able to give you better advice and we can dig a little deeper in these episodes. I really want you to think about these Thursday episodes as the sealed section of your journal. I want what happens in here to stay in here, okay? It's a safe space for you and me, and we're sharing the stuff that you would throw away under a lock and key. So we are diving right into our new segment, which is our confession segment. Now, obviously, in the spirit of this being the first episode where I'm introducing a new segment, how can I expect you guys to be vulnerable with me if I'm not being vulnerable with you, okay? And so I'm gonna share a story One that is low-key embarrassing. (laughs) One that I have pushed deep into my subconscious so that I don't have to think about it. But I think it's funny and it's a safe space, okay? If I'm going to tell these stories, I think I can tell them on the podcast because if you're coming here to listen to your safe space, then I know that you're a true one. I know you're a real one. I'm also telling this story so that you know what kind of vibes I'm going for, okay? I do say this in the Google form. I'm not after anything like harmful or illegal. I just want the stuff that clears your conscience and helps you get things off your chest. Now, here's my confession or my secret, okay? Very embarrassing. I'm going to set the scene. Let's go back to my early 20s. I was in a long-term relationship at the time and I had been with this guy for about a year, I think, and things were going well, you know, as they do. And we were both at that time living at home. So he was living with his parents. I was living with my parents. 
our relationship was not a secret. Our families knew each other and we had even met each other's families as well. Now, the reality of dating when you live at home is that you do have to be a little bit sneaky when it comes to having sex, okay? You have to learn to be a little bit quiet. You have to learn what times of the day are safest. And you also have to take your moments when no one is home, right? And so it's a random Tuesday. Everybody is meant to be at work. And we had assumed that nobody was going to come home or that nobody was going to be at home because we were there by ourselves. We're at his house, not my house. So we're getting into it. It's getting hot and heavy. We're in the moment. We're having a good time. I didn't hear anybody come home. My boyfriend at the time didn't hear anybody come home. We were distracted, okay? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, his bedroom door opens and his dad walks in. Now, it wasn't loud sex. We weren't making noise. So his dad would have had no idea what he was walking into. But I was mortified. Even now, I'm telling this story and my stomach has a pit in it. I was so embarrassed. So embarrassed. Thank God that my ex was on top. So his dad mainly saw him and we quickly pulled the sheets back over us. But I still don't know exactly how much or what he saw. The worst part about it, the vibes were off. We didn't finish and I then tried to escape out of the house without the dad seeing me. We stayed together after that, right? So I did have to see his dad multiple times throughout the rest of the relationship, but we never spoke about it again. (laughs) And I still to this day don't even know if his dad ever said anything to him. And it was never mentioned again. Until I told you guys on this podcast. Now you guys know that's the kind of vibes I want for this part of the show. Okay. It doesn't always have to be about sex. Don't get me wrong. It could be a messy night out. It could be something embarrassing you did. It could be a big fight that you had with your family. Or it could even be the most petty thing that you've done. And so I don't want you to be shy. I want you to remember that this sealed section is here for you. It's a safe space. And to kick off the first Thursday episode of our new season, I'm going to dive in to a confession that I received yesterday when I opened the Google form. Now, as I said, totally anonymous. I have no idea who submitted this, but let's get into it. The title of the confession. My dad cheated on my mom with my best friend's mother. Here's the story. We were in year 11 or year 12 and my best friend and I would go to each other's house every weekend. We had known each other since we were seven and we were super close. Our parents also knew each other. My mum and dad are married and her mum was divorced. Whenever I went to my bestie's house, I noticed that my dad and her mum started to strike up a friendship. They had mad chats whenever my dad dropped me off at their house. I didn't really think anything of it. I wouldn't think anything of it either, to be honest, at this point. You want your parents or your friend's parents to get along? I don't know. I think that's a good sign. Anyway, let's keep going. I was super close to her mum and I would often confide in her about stuff that would happen at my house. Example, fights with my own mum. I would literally run away to this house and cry to her mum and tell her mum, let's call her Karen, that I wanted her to be my mum and that I hated my own mum. Well, didn't she make my wish come true? I like that you said, let's call her Karen. So here's where the story gets a little more juicy. 
It's a random weekday and it's a morning before school. I walk into our kitchen and I find a literal sheet of paper with all of my dad's social media passwords on it. It has his email, his Facebook, his Skype, his Insta, you name it. I felt like I had just hit the jackpot. So naturally, of course, I log into his Facebook and sure enough, I see millions of messages with my bestie's mum. I'm talking sex, deep and meaningful convos, them bitching about us, them bitching about my mum, them planning their little dates and when to meet up. I also found out that every single time my dad was away for a work trip, he was actually meeting up with her. It's always the work trip. I saw pictures, messages, everything. My poor innocent eyeballs. I was about to say that. Anyway, I'm absolutely shell-shocked and devastated. I have no idea what to do. At this point, what do you do? My jaw's on the floor. I told my boyfriend at the time and he told me to tell my best friend. I was so nervous to tell her, but I did. Mind you, we were just about to start year 12 exams. When it rains, it pours, hey? Not the best timing for something like this. I told her, I showed her the messages and she was also so shocked. I stayed logged into his account for around six months after that. I kept monitoring all of the messages And my bestie and I would exchange things that we would both notice. In the end, it ended up being a fun little game for us. When we were clubbing, we would literally get on the piss and tell randoms that my dad was cheating on my mum with her. It was fucking wild. That is fucking wild. I hated my dad after that, obviously. I would make sly comments to him when he called me out for lying. I would say stuff like, oh, I'm the liar? Yeah, the resentment that you would feel towards your dad after this would be insane. One day we had a massive fight and I lost my mind. I called him out in front of my mum. Oh my God, your poor mum. I hope your mum's okay. He denied everything. No, he didn't. Fuck. And of course, it was my word against his because I wasn't able to tell them that I had his password and had been using it for months. I needed to play my cards right. Unfortunately for me, my mum did not believe me. My dad kept denying it. My bestie also confronted her mum and her mum said that we were lying too. So that was fun. Oh, this makes me so mad. My bestie and I had a running joke that we were sisters because the whole thing was so messed up and humour was our way of coping. When it came to light, I saw that he messaged Karen to break things off, but they still kept chatting here and there. Unfortunately, this has resulted in some serious trust issues for me. So I ended up logging out of his Facebook and he eventually changed the password. To this day, he still has no idea that I had the passwords and that I saw every single little thing. My bestie and I are also no longer friends. That's fucked. Sorry. Thank you for sharing. I... My jaw is on the floor after reading that. I'm sorry that you experienced something like that. It makes me sad because you have adults in your life that are meant to be adults, that are meant to be caretakers while you're still literally a child, clearly doing the wrong thing, then also lying and not taking any accountability. When I say that's fucked, by the way, I mean that's fucked that you had to experience it and I'm sorry that your caregivers did you dirty like that. You deserve a lot better and I'm sorry that 
Your friendship also didn't survive. I mean, that definitely takes trauma bond to the next level. But at the same time, I can also see why the friendship may not have survived. It is something pretty big and traumatic to go through. I also want to say thank you for sharing because to carry that around and not have told many people and then when you did tell people that they didn't believe you would have been really difficult to work through as well. So I hope you feel a little bit better after sharing. And the way that you can weigh in on this listener's confession is to come and join the Facebook group. There is going to be a thread in there for this episode. And maybe you can give this listener some words of advice or just hold the space for them. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back for the questions and advice. Into our second part of the show. And this part of the show is going to be where I give you my advice. And ask Adele anything, if you will. I loved having the advice type episodes in season one. So I wanted to keep that element heading into season two. These are the questions though that I want you to ask when you might be too scared to ask your bestie or you might be too scared to put it in a group chat. And I want you to feel safe enough that you can ask me. You guys know that I'll always answer without judgment and sometimes with some tough love. Before I do give you any advice though, it goes without saying, please take my advice with a grain of salt. Remember, I'm not a qualified professional and if you do need professional help, please check the show notes or chat with a professional. Now, this question was also submitted in the Google form, so thank you to this listener. I feel it deep in my gut that my boyfriend, who I've been with for just over a year, is not the one. He doesn't seem very compatible with me on a deep level anymore. I don't have the heart to tell him. I also feel like if I break up with him for no real reason, I feel like I will end up with no friends and dating in my 20s sounds so scary. Whenever I ask him if he feels this way, he never has any complaints about the relationship. There's a part of me that is kind of waiting for him to find a reason to leave me. This is self-sabotage, I know. Thank you for trusting me to send this through. I can imagine that you would be feeling a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit confused with feeling the way that you do right now. There are so many things I want to unpack in your question and I'm going to start with the one. Okay, you've said here that your boyfriend is not the one and I've spoken about this before but the idea of the one is very elusive and I've learned over all the years that I've been single or all the relationships that I've been in that the reality is there could be more than the one. There could be multiple the ones and a little mindset shift that worked for me because in my early 20s, I definitely thought I wanted the one. I probably looked for the one. I looked for that feeling of the one. And if people are listening and wondering what that feels like, people would describe it as just knowing you meet this person and you just know that they're the one for you. I think it's similar to how people describe when they're looking for their penguins. But for me, I've shifted away from wanting the one and more towards wanting someone who is committed to me and who is going to put in effort into the relationship. You've then also said that he doesn't seem very compatible with you on a deep level, but you have no real reason for breaking up. And I'm not going to be the first to tell you this, but you really don't need any reason to break up. But not being deeply compatible is a pretty big reason and pretty big deal in my eyes. And so I really would have loved for you to have left me some more context here. I want to know 
What is not compatible about it? Why do you think that you guys aren't compatible together? Are there things that you could work on or that he could work on or that you could both work on together to increase that compatibility? Or are we talking about deep differences in your values and in your wants for your future together? You also said that you don't have the heart to tell him. And look, I know it can be really scary to make a decision like that, to break someone's heart and possibly hurt them severely, but not wanting to hurt his feelings is not enough of a reason to stay in the relationship. If you know that he's not the person for you, then it's a disservice to both of you to stay. And that's because you both actually deserve more. You guys also know I'm pretty big on taking bold action in life. And I always say, if you know that you want to do something, take that action, make that decision. Don't wait for somebody else to make that call for you. And so my overarching advice to you here is to sit with it for a little bit. Try to unpack whether you have already made up your mind and you are already checked out and you are already to call it quits on this. Or maybe there's a little bit left in you and you don't want to give up on the relationship yet and you want to work on it. Give it some time so that you can do that. The last thing I'm going to say is you wrote in here that you felt like you would end up with no friends and that dating in your 20s sounds so scary. And I don't want you to also stay in the relationship because of that fear. And I hope that I haven't scared you about dating in your 20s too much. I don't think dating needs to be scary. I don't think dating needs to be overwhelming. I don't think being single is the worst thing in the world either. One thing I've actually found is that with every single breakup I've gone through, once that messiness of the breakup is over, once you are feeling healed from the breakup, you then have a bit of a glow up. You enter your single girl era, you're able to meet people, you're able to spend time with friends, you're able to focus on yourself and be so selfish with your time and you're really able to figure out what it is that you like, who you are as a person and you're able to fill your life with so many different things that can bring you joy. And so I know the fear of the unknown or the fear of shaking up your reality is scary, but don't ever let your fear keep you stuck. And so I would love for anyone listening, if you have been in this situation and you were in a relationship that you didn't really feel like it met all your needs or that you were right for each other and you were scared to break up and then you had a breakup and now you're thriving or it was the best decision, I want to know. I want to hear about it. I think it would help this listener to hear that as well. So come into the Facebook group and let me know if you have left a relationship that you were really scared to leave and how your life looks now. Because I can tell you on the occasions that I also had my own breakups where I was the one to leave and I was really scared, I never regretted it once and I never looked back and every time it ended up being the best decision for me. All right, guys, I'm looking forward to getting your submissions for next week's episode. I hope you can see the vibe that we're going for. And if you have your own confession or question, as I said, please check out the form. It will be in the notes. I will also put it in the Facebook group. Come and join us there. Please also follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple. Please leave us a review wherever you can as well. I love five stars. I'm not going to lie. And I will see you guys on Sunday. Have a great weekend. Be safe. I love you and I'll see you soon. Oh, 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 oh,
This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your Safe Space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network.